Is a popular popular podcast. Do not be afraid. Welcome to Popular History, a library of Catholic knowledge and insights brought to you daily. My name is Greg, and this is the twenty-first and final installment in our twenty-one part series covering all the twenty-one new cardinals announced by Pope Francis during his Sunday Angelus on July 9th. The consistory will take place on Saturday, September thirtieth. Louis Pasquale Dree was born on April 17, 1927, in Federacion, a municipality in the Argentinian province of Entre Rios, located on the coast in the northeast of the country. Like our last couple of cardinals-elect, that birth date puts him over 80, so though he will be made cardinal in a few weeks, he will not be a cardinal-elector. With that out of the way, let's dive in. His brief Vatican bio notes that from a very early age he helped with fieldwork, taking care of the animals and planting corn and alfalfa. At eleven, so certainly an early start, he entered the minor seminary for Capuchins, and he wound up taking his first vows shortly before his 18th birthday in 1945, making his perpetual profession in 1949. He was ordained a priest at the ripe old age of 24, and the following year became director of the San Francisco de Carrasco Minor Seminary. By 1955, he had graduated to directing a regular seminary, and as of 1959, he was made Master of Novices at San Francisco de Carrasco. By 1961, he was also forming novices in Europe. That's an eventful first decade, and his career as a priest has spanned a total of seven such decades. I'll spare you the full list, though of course you can always write in to make the case for his inclusion in our deeper dives next round. Father Dree draws some of his inspiration from two Capuchin saints, Father Leopoldo Mandic, whose life and writings he has studied, and Padre Pio, who he knew personally from when they were at the same convent in 1960. Now I can't help but observe that both of those mentors had proper beards. And of course, Father Dree's main mentor as a Christian is Christ himself, also generally depicted as bearded, and yes, this is a hill I will die on, because it's crazy to me that I've managed to find not one, but two clean-shaven Capuchins to talk about this week, the first being Cardinal Mbongo Basungu, who we discussed as our modern cardinal this past Saturday, and now Brother Babyface Dree. But I'll forgive Father Dree that, because I know he'd forgive me, too. He forgives more than most folks, even more than most priests these days. Since his retirement in 2007, he has, as near as I can tell literally, moved into the confessional in the sanctuary of Our Lady of Pompeii in Buenos Aires, hearing hours of confessions daily. Now, being in Buenos Aires in the opening decade of the new millennium was a great way to connect with Cardinal Bergoglio, the future Pope Francis. And indeed, Pope Francis is fond of referring to his experience with a, quote, great confessor, end quote, a capuchin in Buenos Aires. Stop me if you've heard this one. Pope Francis's favorite anecdote is how Father Dree handles the feeling that he might be too forgiving in the confessional. Quote, we talked about mercy, and I asked him what he did when he felt that scruple. He answered me in this way. 
I go to our little chapel in front of the tabernacle and say to Jesus, Lord, forgive me because I have forgiven too much. But it was you who gave me the bad example. This I will never forget. When a priest lives mercy on himself like this, he can give it to others. End quote. Since Pope Francis uses Father Dree as a positive example on an almost annual basis, I don't think it's too surprising to see his name popping up among the new cardinals. Now, as you might recall, when we talked about Father Artime, the other non-bishop on the list, I made the prediction that Pope Francis would make him a bishop sooner rather than later. Indeed, I seem to recall a provision about that in canon law. But I don't think that's in the works for the 96-year-old Father Dree. Pope Francis is more likely to waive or simply ignore canon law here, both of which he can do, because, in the end, the Pope is an absolute monarch. Tomorrow, we'll start discussing some loose ends when it comes to the new batch of cardinals. Some names and folks who weren't included in this round, whose absence was particularly noted, or whose possible inclusion in the College of Cardinals has been speculated about in the last few months, who didn't pan out this time through. We're squeezing in what we can before that consistory on September 30th. It's a 4 a.m. Rome time, by the way, it turns out. I will not be doing a live show like I was once thinking. I'll offer some commentary or something. Thank you for listening. God bless you all. <laughs>